This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. What's up, world? What's up, Danny? Not much. What's going on with you, beefy? Nothing, man. I've got something on my heart. Oh, yeah? So, I mean, it may be funny. Well, it may not be funny. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it is funny. Let's let the audience be the judge. We'll let the audience. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so uh, I've been thinking a lot about judgment mm-hmm. and the ins and outs of being a judge. Yeah. I'm not talking about the judge executive. No. Or. Oscar Gale House, yeah. who I respect so very, very much, honest to God. Oh, yeah. When I was a deputy I jailer too. at the old jail, every time I'd walk in there with an inmate, he would ask me to talk like Sling Blade. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they probably got some recording somewhere where I go up there and say, ain't you got nothing in your good to eat? And he'd start <laughs> dying laughing. <laughs> yeah. I ain't seen him in 100 years. He probably don't even remember me because I was a lot prettier back then. <laughs> so... Uh, <clears throat> But I want to take my view, and I want to give a shout-out to Eric Anglin, Mm -hmm. because he told me something years and years and years ago. He's an associate pastor at the church that I go at, Deer Stable Church of God. Would love for you guys to check it out. We do a live stream. Um, uh, Deeply in love with the people that that go there, my church family. Uh, my church family's better than yours. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but I I deeply love my pastor, and I deeply love my associate pastor. But Eric uh, told me something, and I'm sure that he wouldn't mind me even talking about this. But he told me something many years ago that really really stuck with me. And uh, in recent events, I've been my I guess I don't really know if my faith has been questioned or my my belief or my Christianity or Anything yeah. like I, I may just be totally taking it wrong. You know, yeah. Somebody's opinion. You know, we all got them. They're like buttholes. Everybody's yeah. got them, and they all stink. Oh yeah. But <clears throat> excuse me. But uh, this is for the Christians out there. That nine out of ten <clears throat> times that when you are in an argument, in a debate, mm-hmm. in anything, people tend to automatically what some folks would would call going for the jugular oh yeah they they yeah. The, the first thing they do danny is they they say so you call yourself christian mm-hmm. and i'm sure that everybody's reading that that's read all this crap rigmarole on facebook here in the, in the in you know the past few days or whatever yeah thinks that i'm spouting off at the mouth at one specific person but i'm i'm using this as a a teaching tool yeah for people because if it wasn't for eric teaching me what this was, then I really would have always been defensive and uh-huh. and it would have got my jugular and I would have been mad and upset and all that. But nine out of ten arguments, debates, whatever it is, and let's say that my name's Harry 
Um, because my chest is. <laughs> but let's let's say that my name is Harry, uh-huh. and your name is uh, Roy, yeah. or Bill, yeah. or Sam, or whoever. Yeah. And you not only publicly confess that you're a Christian, mm-hmm. but you try to live as good as you can. You're not perfect, but you try to live as good as you can. You want to let your light shine before men that people may see it as a city set on a hill and they'll go to it when the darkness is all over the place right right um so 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 that's your ultimate goal is to uh to live a life that is pleasing unto god even though you make mistakes even though that you know you sin even though that you are uh, very aware that you're not perfect uh-huh. in any. In, but let's say that you're the type of person that's an open book, like me, for instance. Mm-hmm. And I don't care to tell you my faults. I don't care a bit because I know I'm not perfect, and I know that you're not perfect. Right. But people tend to want to go for that that final blow, oh, finish yeah. him, yeah. you know, fatality, you know, all that <laughs> yeah. good stuff. But it doesn't work. If you use the teaching, and I'm sure that that Eric Anglin's not the only person that has ever used this, and he may have heard this from somebody else. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that when he listens to this, if he does listen to it, that he can message me or call me or grab me by the ear and twist and say, I need to talk to you, fat boy, you know, or whatever (laughs) he's going to do. But eventually I'll tell him about this. I'll say, man, I, I, I don't think that I have ever really thanked him. But now that I'm on the podcast and this big public platform, I want to thank you for teaching me this. What is being judgmental? That's my question. Just your personal opinion, Danny. Yeah. What would be someone being judgmental to you? To me, some, uh, I mean, I'm sure I get judged all the time, but usually. Why? Why? Because of the way I think about things. Or? Or the way, uh, just of the things I say. And the way you look. And the way I look. The tattoos. uh, My shaved head, my tattoos, uh, the way I just carry myself. People automatically. I've had little old women in Walmart grab their purses before and (laughs) think that I'm just going to rob them. Well, you're not the smallest guy, Danny. You may be hungry. <laughs> but they always run when they see me. That boy's got diabetes. I bet you a dollar he wants some of them oatmeal cream pies. Yeah. Yeah. But but people judge me all the time. But it bothers you. Mm-hmm. It's very bothersome. Yeah. Now let's say me knowing you like I do mm-hmm. and trying to comprehend and understand what it's like to be Danny and to feel that judgment. Yeah. Coming just by people the way they look at you, mm-hmm. by by the snarl of their nose or the rolling of their eyes, or you know how people are. Oh, I yeah. mean, we've I'm guilty of that, snarling my nose and rolling my eyes. You know, I am too. And but but judgment, the word judgment means, and you can look this up. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but this is what it means to me, and from what I've been taught by my good buddy Eric who has a very awesome hairstyle. I'll just go ahead and throw that in there. Uh, Me and him have the same barber, and his name is God. So (laughs) so I tell people that. Only a few people, you know, only a few people have hair on their heads. Yeah, yeah. And the rest of us are the better people. I said that so wrong. But anyway. (laughs) But anyway. I get it. So so Eric, he told me one time, he said... uh, 
He said, have you ever had anybody that, uh, I think it was in a text message that we were actually talking about that. And I worked with Eric for almost a year at a, a factory in Madison County. But uh, he said, have you ever had somebody that, that just looks at you and says, you know, Judge Nodder, you should be judged because, yeah. you, because you say something. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah. And he said, well, let me ask you a question, Beefy. He says, if I walked up to you and his brother-in-law's name's Donathan, Mm-hmm. And he said, let's say that I don't know Donathan. And I walk up to you, Beefy, and I say, what kind of person is Donathan? Because people do that. Yeah. You know, let's say, oh, yeah. let's say that you're, kid, is that? yeah, let, let's say that, that Branson and Brody want to go and hang out with, with uh, uh, Tim and Tommy, another yeah. set of twins. Mm-hmm. Then Tim and Tommy's dad's name is Derek. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just name dropping. Yeah. And so the first thing as a parent is you want to find out about these people. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Because you want to judge them, yeah. you want to judge them and send them to hell. Absolutely, you know you want to judge them you and send them. them. Yeah, you want to condemn them. You ain't getting out of the cells of hell, man. No, that's not <laughs> what you want to do. You want to protect your children, number one, yeah. above all costs. Yeah. So you come up and you say, "What kind of person <clears throat> is he?" Yeah. And say, "I know him. I'm his neighbor." You know, me and him's friends, we play rook together on the weekends. Mm-hmm. You know, we went camping last summer with the kids. And I look you dead in the eye, and I say, Danny, he's a piece of trash. Yeah. He's a drunk. Mm-hmm. He, he ain't worth nothing. He beats his kids and his wife. I would not let my children go to that house. Yeah. So the first thing you would do, like any normal parent, would be like Branson Brody, um, you know, you can't go this weekend. Yeah. You know, and then you would try to do something to kind of to steer them away from Timmy and, and, Absolutely. and you know, and, and because that's what we do as parents. Yeah. Now let's reverse that. Would Let's take that. Now, would you be judging Derek, the guy Derek that's got the two little boys, just because of what I said? Maybe Derek sold me a truck yeah. eight months ago. Uh-huh. And he said, as far as I know, Beefy, there's nothing wrong with it. And I drive it for two days and the engine blows. So I'm automatically mad at Derek Mm -hmm. because I feel like he's done me wrong. Yeah. Am I judging him? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm judging him. So I tell you that Derek's a piece of trash. He's this, this, and this, and this, and this. Hmm. So now you're judging him. Yeah, right? my boys ain't going over right. there. They're not going over there because I'm sending Derek to hell. Yeah. <laughs> you know? God, where did that come from? That sounds like the lead singer slayer right there. <laughs> but anyway, um, so let's reverse every bit of what I just said. Uh-huh. Now, we all know that we've just judged Derek, this fictional character that I just made up. We just yeah. judged him. Right mm-hmm. now, the people are shaking their head. Yeah, you're yeah. right, Beefy. Yeah. You're telling the crew, the K R U F F crew, or the K R O O F the crew. Tell the crew, that boy, right there. Yeah, man, he knows what he's talking about. Somebody ought to shout. But anyway, <laughs> I'm telling the crew that let's switch all of that around. We all agree now that I have. Judge Derek, mm-hmm. Danny has judged Derek. Yeah. Let's say that his children, Branson or Brody, are seventeen. He's told Branson and Brody why they can't go over there. Yeah. Well, Derek's a piece of trash. Mm-hmm. So now Branson and Brody, we've just got a domino effect of judgment. Yeah. So let's reverse every bit of that around. Okay. 
Dirk's a deacon at the churchy man, takes up offering, does everything according to the Bible. Amen. Mm-hmm. You come up to me and say, Branson and Brody are wanting to go over at Tim and Tony's or whatever I said their name was. What kind of person is Derek? Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, Danny, he's an A1 guy. Like the best person. Yeah. Like, Danny, I feel like that if you didn't send your kids to Derek's, that you would be doing them a, mi- a misjudge. Uh, what, what, what am I? A mistrust. Uh, 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 a misfortune. Yeah. yeah. Because like because because they're going to go over there this weekend. Derek is super awesome with his kids. He he's a deacon at the church. He's associate pastor. He's this. He's that. Yeah. He he's at church. Every yeah. Time the every every time open. the doors are open, he's got a key to the church. <laughs> you know, he just goes out there and stares at it. You know, just all the time. He's church, church, church. You know? my key. Yeah. And and you would be doing your children a misfortune. Injustice. That's yeah, an injustice. An injustice it just came to me. Yeah, I'm glad it came to you because it, man, it was way, it was in the gap. It was still in same gap for me. But uh, uh, so you're going to be doing your children a misjustice, mm-hmm. and you'd be like, "All right, man, take your word for it." Yeah, they go, they have a blast. You end up becoming friends with Derek for too long. You're saved and and the cookie cut mode of what everybody thinks that you should be, you know, because it's, you know, we're all judgmental. We are all judgmental people. Yeah. But didn't you just judge Derek? Oh, yeah. Did is that would that be considered a righteous judgment? (laughs) Oh, oh, no, 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 Danny, we can't. You can't judge nobody unless it's negative. Yeah. You know, that's the jugular. Uh-huh. You can't judge me. You're judging me. Mm-hmm. You know, some Christian you are, you're supposed to be a Christian. Yeah. Like, that That really don't work with me. I know it don't. And I, and I thank God for Eric Anglin, because he told me that many, many moons ago, and it stuck with me. Because you're being judgmental in everything that, well, I mean, you know, what do you Everyday think? Life. What do you think about Bob? What do you think about El Dorado Restaurant in McKee? Uh, actually, me and my wife and kids went down there last night and ate. I thought it was very good. Mm-hmm. We will be going back. Well, I just judged them. Now, you know, there's going to be somebody that says, well, you know, me and, and Sally and, and the twins went down there, and I didn't like it. Food, it was bland. It didn't have no flavor. Yeah. The service was horrible. I wouldn't go if I was the, you all. Now, now in a, yeah, I wouldn't go down there if I was you. I wouldn't waste my money down there if I held a But what you've just done is you've judged them, too. Yeah. I mean, but judgment only gets called out when it's negative. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. It, it only gets called out when it's negative. Yeah. Nothing positive yeah. about judge, judgment. That's the evil of the world. Well, too. I mean, it, 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 it's not only the evil of the world, but it is misconstrued or strewed or, or toaster strudel. <laughs> it, it, is, it is used in a way for people to... To make a Christian feel bad, yeah. To, I mean, it really. I mean, it, it really. really is. That, that's what you do. I mean, if I want to, and I understand that when we when we're having a debate and an argument, that you know, especially an argument, yeah. 
me and my wife can attest to this because just like 99.9% of married couples, when we have an argument, we want to make the last blow count and oh, we just, yeah. and it, it, it never ends. You go for the jugular. You know, yeah, you go for the jugular. Yeah. Right. You want to hit them where it hurts, as yeah. they say. You oh, want to cut one. I, uh, I'm hurting, Linda. You know better than talk to me like that when I'm hurting. So, I mean, you know, you know better than talk to me like that when I'm hurting, Linda. You know, life. So life. that's a that's a quote and a reference from Sling Blake. So life. All right. F me. <laughs> oh, Dwight Yoakum. Yeah, little weekly boy I made him come good friend. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, boy, I, you but, don't say that. But yeah, you're not talk like that. You're just a boy. <laughs> but you know, but 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 being judgmental, there is a such thing as a righteous judgment. Yeah, I I I, I don't want to use the podcast to sit up here and preach and this that and the other. You want to hear some preaching? I'm I'm not your guy. Come and check out Eric Anglin and 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 Kevin Cooper at Deer Stable Church of God. Yeah. Go check out Brother Brian Gabbard. He's my pastor. Always will be. I mean, every, every every the whole foundation of my Christianity was taught and 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 force fed. Thank God to me yeah. by him and his mother and his father yeah. and his sister in law and his brother and his sister and anybody. Yeah. I mean, that whole family. Yeah. That whole family. And, and that doesn't mean that I'm perfect mm-hmm. because, I mean, I love Brian, but he's yeah. not perfect. And no. he tell you he ain't. He'll tell you he's yeah, not. Yeah, he, he tell you, you know. that You put, meet a person that tells you they're perfect. <laughs> you look out. Yeah, yeah, you're judging them right there, Danny. <laughs> you just judge I judged them, them didn't you I? Judge God her. help me. You judge her, you. But, <laughs> but, you judgey judgerson. Yeah. <laughs> you're a Mr. Judgy butt. <laughs> <laughs> Life. <laughs> She's judging him, ain't she? Yeah. Life. <laughs> F- me. <laughs> I I try my best not to watch movies that have a lot of filthy did, language yeah. in it, but I have been known to turn on YouTube and 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 let it play, and it just keeps playing. And yeah. then I've woke up in the middle of a dream and hear the god awfulest <laughs> stuff that you've ever heard, and yeah. hit, hit me on something that I did not push on. Yeah. But anyway, that's just me. But people people can be judgmental, mm-hmm. um, and you're allowed to be judgmental. Jesus himself said to judge a tree by the fruit it bears. Yeah. And that can be interpreted in a billion different ways, uh-huh. you know, but, but I'm, I'm a hillbilly. I'm a, a little bit edumacated. I just get my words mixed up. I can't. I can't uh, pronounce them. I guess. Yeah. I can't pronounce them the way I ought to, because "ort" is in the dictionary. Yes, it is. Yeah, O R T. <laughs> and if you add an A onto it, it makes the word bigger. Yeah. <laughs> or, order. Well, uh, order too. Yeah, order. <laughs> order. Aorta. That's one of them redneck words. Aorta. Aorta give us more chips at El Dorado's down there. Aorta. My favorite redneck word is initiate. Oh, yeah. My sister eats seven hot dogs, initiate four more. (laughs) That's That's a good good one. one. That's a great one. Now the people that are listening are thinking of redneck words. Oh, yeah. But but being judgmental, folks, is, is a part of... It's ingrained in who you are. It's part of life. I mean, it, it really is ingrained. In, you're, it, it, like I said at the beginning, you 
we're using the kids as an example. Mm-hmm. We, it's not that, that I don't want my kids to go to people's houses on the weekends. That was a big thing when we were growing up. Huge. You know, huge. I want to go stay all night with, with Tom. And, I, I mean, we're going to pause for a station identification and check out the new election ad coming to you right now. Hold on a minute, so yeah, oh, oh, it's on. Oh, okay. After much consideration and thought of the past 24 hours of my life, I was speaking with my four-month-old daughter, and she uh, she looked me dead in the eyes and she said, "Dad, you should do it." And I said, "You know what, Kelsey? You're you're absolutely right." My name is Jason Lanehart. And I approve this message. I am declaring candidacy or candidacy for the judge executive position of Jackson County, Kentucky in May or November of 2020-something, next four years. So I wanted to go ahead and, and make that public announcement. But hold on a minute, so you know, I'll get you over here. Kind of money. So, just like any and every just like any hold, hold on a minute Sue, this is important I'll get to you and your partner in a minute. but just like so many before me that have stood in the shadows of the chaos that has been going on I think us as Jackson Countyans, or them as Jackson Countyans, can come together and vote for the right person. And we're we're not too high tech savvy around here, so I've got I've got her over playing the drums and stuff. She's real good, but I'd like to announce my running mate for the Jackson County Judge Executives position you 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 may you may know her from the popular documentary slash movie slash real true crime adventure called the wild push that button again so called the wild and wonderful whites of west virginia ladies and gentlemen i have i have none other than so bob white who's going to be my running mate for Jackson County Judge Executive in 2020-something between May and November. So would you like to say a few words? Yeah, I'd just like to say that uh, I'm the sexiest of all the whites, and I've been told by Boko's people. And Renee! Renee! CPS took her baby. Her, she's crying. Uh, back, to, back to you, Jason. Thanks, so I, I appreciate that. Oh, oh, okay. She wants to say one more thing. I think with my good looks and my charm that Jason Lanehart has the best. Hold on, I got to push this. 
Well, say something so you're killing me. I think with all my good looks, my charm, and my notoriety status... Jason has the best chance to win it. I really do. I, th- I think he does. Back to you, Jason. Thank you, Sue. I, I appreciate that. But like I was saying at the beginning of this campaign, uh, campaign, whatever it's called, that uh, I think is... Jackson Countyans that we need to know what's going on with our monies I ain't got a lot of monies but some people do I'll push that button again so good night some people do have monies and uh, but I just I, basically what I'm asking is, is I want you all to vote for me because I think I'm the man for the job. And if I don't, if there's any way that I can run for more, more than one position, I, I'm going to try to run for coroner. Uh, what's that one? Uh, uh, that ain't WCW, so good night. PVA, um, dog catcher, constable. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, circuit clerk, court clerk, something or other. Um, Duck Moore's job. I love Duck. Can't think what it's, that's called. And uh, uh, possibly even um, oh, what, what is that? The janitor of the uh, the janitor of the courthouse. But I, I think that I think that I'm the right man for the job. And if Sue so, don't push that button again, I'm going to slap her. Renee, she get Renee out of her head. But anyway, folks, uh, I sure would appreciate your vote. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Paid for by What's Up World Podcast. It better not cost me a bunch of money, Daddy. And we're back with bells on. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. I was at a church service one time. I got to tell you, it's so funny. I was at the church service one time. I'm Pentecostal, children. I can't help it that sometimes we get wild. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, we'll get wild. We'll get happy. Yeah. You know, we may even squall and holler and dance a little bit. You yeah, can't never yeah. tell. Sometimes it's like you in the club. You feel me, dog? Yeah. They hit that. They hit them symbols just right. You know, we had names for certain people's shouts. We called yeah. one Booty Jams. Because, I mean, it was just like this. In the club. So, <laughs> and then you had some of them that looked like a, a, a Mitchell Baker, looked like a chicken got struck by lightning. <laughs> Honest to God. Yeah. <laughs> Freaked me out first time I ever seen him get in at church. Oh, yeah. If you want to know what getting in at church is, message me on Facebook. I'll yeah, tell we'll you. tell you. We'll tell you, man. But uh, getting in. What was I talking about, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm visually seeing Mitchell do that. Yeah, I get y'all distracted. Yeah, now. I'll never forget it, and I've made fun of him for 20 years. Yeah, he come to church one night at Deer Stable when Brian was pastor up there. I hadn't been saved very long. He come in there and. Brian said, get up here and sing, sing a song. And he got up there, and I'll never forget. He said, bless God. Yeah. He said, I stopped at the Dairy Queen. 
You know how we are. Oh, uh, you know how Pentecostal people well, yeah. are. You can laugh at us. I do. So uh, don't do that. You go to hell sinning against the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I'm a human being. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, he gets up there and he said, bless God, brother Brian. I stopped at Dairy Queen. He said, got me a cheeseburger and I rich and took a bite out of it and mustard and ketchup squirted all over my shirt. He said, I almost turned around and went home. <laughs> and he said, he said, but I wiped it off because he had this big stain all over his yeah. shirt, you know, big, nice, you know, pressed, yeah. starch shirt and his hair fixed all good. I still had hair back then. Mine was fixed that night. <laughs> but, uh, and, uh, he said, uh, I, 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 was going to turn around and go home, and he said, "All I could think of was I'm a winner either way. Yeah, I'm going on. Yeah, and son, that boy sung a song, and the awfulest church service broke out that ever was. And I'm talking about the old time Pentecostal Baptist holiness, whatever you are, the old time. And you all been in these meetings where you go in at seven and you don't leave till twelve. Yeah, it was one of yeah. them. You know, and then you had to get up at five thirty to go to work, but you uh-huh. woke up feeling energized. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah. So, well, I just judged everybody right then. He <laughs> need to watch. That. I need to watch my judgment. But anyway, <laughs> I was watching Judge Judy. <laughs> <laughs> Judge Judy. Uh, uh, what's his name? Pablo Francisco. Pablo Francisco. <laughs> Let me see the receipt. <laughs> <laughs> them glasses. Yeah. Glasses on the end of her nose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Inside joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Show me the receipt. <laughs> I forgot to watch that. Yeah, that's, that's so funny. You got to check that out. Uh, but uh, so uh, the awfulest service in the world broke out because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because number one, Mitchell obeyed what God wanted him to do. Yeah. And uh, but let's just say somebody was sitting in the back. Don't you look that nasty up there? That all over his shirt ain't got no, ain't got enough gumption to take his shirt and get it clean. Come in here in the house of the Lord in mine. Lord. <laughs> yeah, I've heard them say all no, kinds of stuff. But it reminded me one time of this service that I went to at old Ben Johnson's church in St. Gap. They never took up an offering until the electric bill was due. I'd, some of the best and greatest services that I've ever been in was at that little church, and that's right across the road from the Frosty Ed. Yeah. Oh, you just plugged the Frosty Ed. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, <laughs> it's right across the road, that little – it's where A&J Deals is now, ladies and gentlemen. Every time I walk in A&J Deals and I do walk in there, I – always say i've been in some awesome church services right here in this little building yeah i was in a and j deals today you was yeah did you buy anything i did what'd you get i bought patsy a cup one of them stanley like cups that they got they got like the insulated ones yes yeah really nice and uh five cases of chocolate let me tell you something folks real quick a&J Deals is pretty daggone awesome. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> and this is, unfortunately, the first time I'd been in there. Yeah. Uh, follow their page and everything. But I walked in there to get my wife's cup that I had ordered. <clears throat> and I looked over to my right, and they had stacks of these Bang Energy drinks. Yeah. And uh, Bang! <laughs> you got to say that. Let me see the receipt. <laughs> And they had stacks of them there, and I looked at that lady, and I was like, how much is these Bang Energy drinks? And it was a pack of four, eight, twelve, like 16 or 20 drinks. Yeah. She said, well, they're uh, $10 for five. And I thought, five drinks? She said, no, five cases. cases. <laughs> I'm like, Are, what? You're, no, you're going to be bouncing off the walls in here. I've got, uh, I put a whole case of them already in the refrigerator. <laughs> 
And uh, I'm like, wait, I said, $10 for five cases of yeah. She said, yeah. Like it wasn't nothing. Yeah. I bought five boxes or, yeah, five cases of them for $10. That's crazy. So, uh, folks, y'all need to go up in AJ Deals and check them out because <laughs> that's nothing compared to what they have in that building. Right, right, right. I mean, anything. My wife, I finally got her to go in there because nine times out of ten when I stop, I have to go in there by myself because yeah. all the kids are in the car. Yeah. Got a four-month-old that's getting all that and McKenna, Lord have <laughs> yeah, mercy, yeah, that yeah. young one would be right in the middle of 421 oh, doing my cart- boys are the same way. Cartwheels. Yeah. It was a big well, smile. I went in there, we was on our way home and I said, y'all wait here. Went in there, she bought some kind of makeup. I don't know what they call makeup. Foundation, oh, concrete, yeah. eye, uh, you know, stuff, this, that, and the other. And my little girl, what are these called? I'm wearing I'm wearing my... my Crocs. My Crocs. But what are those little things called? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it, they go in the little holes Yeah, the, the little holes things. I've got a four-leaf clover on mine. My little girl loves those things. Yeah. If... And they're I forgot a, to look at those. And you told the, me about them. Yeah, I told you and Patsy about them. Because yeah. the boys have got Crocs, don't they? They do. They love their Crocs. Yeah, I do too. I'd, I'd, I'd wear mine to work if I've they got let two me. Pair. I'd wear mine to work if they let me. Yeah. But they got boxes filled. You could spend three hours going through them yeah. to try to find the ones that you want. And my little girl loves them. Her little Crocs are covered in them. Yeah. And they've got anything from your initials mm-hmm. to uh, uh, Bluey. Yeah. For those that are watching that have kids that watch Bluey on uh, Disney Plus and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm plugging a lot of stuff. We need to get some sponsors, <laughs> Disney. Come on and send us. A, or I'll give you a good commercial. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, to say all that goofiness and all that <clears throat> and try to tie that right back into being judgmental, yeah. we are judgmental by nature we are judgmental by nature yeah and it it, you and i'm going to use injustice Mm -hmm. you it is an injustice that if you're not well what if you was to send your kids to somebody's house without checking them out exactly what what, any good parent would never make a judgment call if your kid is headed towards somebody's house that you're not familiar with. Well, you just said it, making a judgment call. Yeah, we're all guilty of being judgment. But the word judgment, if I'm not mistaken, I think it means final. Yeah, and I and it, I'm not a hundred percent, but it may have been Brian that had preached on this or something, or maybe it was tied into what Eric was telling me that time. But if I leave here tonight, if I leave here tonight and get pulled over in McKee for driving 89 and a 35, I'd have to go to court in McKee. I said McKee twice, but it rhymed. <laughs> I would have to go to McKee to court yeah. and stand before a judge mm-hmm. and be judged, be judged for what I did. Yeah. And he'll look at me and he'll say, I find you beefy. Yeah. Probably if it was Oscar Gale, he probably would say beefy and yeah. then laugh. Yeah. You're guilty. Uh-huh. That'd be, uh, I don't know what a speeding ticket is now. $175 plus court, ca- plus court costs. And he smack that little gavel on the thing. That's final. You yeah. can't get out of that. No, you can't. You are fined. You are, you're guilty. <clears throat> You've been proven guilty. You pled guilty because I was speeding. Yeah. I have to pay my fine. Absolutely. There's a payment. Absolutely. There's a payment for my judgment. So there's a end game to the judgment. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm getting ready to tie that right into the end game. Yeah. One of these days, 
whether you go by the grave or the sky splits open and lava's poured out of it and Elon Musk is up there in a spaceship. <laughs> you're going to die. <laughs> you're going to die. Show me the receipt. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> say something, Danny. This is Judge Judy. Say something, Danny. Just say say anything random. Come on, I want my shut dog up. back. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Quiet. Show me the receipt. She's got my dog food. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Let me see the receipt. <laughs> Them glasses on the end of her nose. Yeah. So, uh, so one of these days you're going to die. That's so pitiful. Yeah. You have to remind people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it sucks. Yeah. Life, that is the worst thing about life is the lo- the older you get, the longer that you're here, you have to bury your whole family. You have to bury the people you love. Yeah. You have to bury your children if you live long enough. Oh, oh boy. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine. No. Everybody in my family, I am older right now at 42 years old than any of my siblings, and I'm the baby of the family. Older now than they ever got to be. My 48th birthday, I'm throwing a party. Yeah. You know what I'm going to have? What? Shut up! (laughs) Let me see the receipt. (laughs) I'm going to eat a cake, a whole cake. Oh, yeah? And I'm going to have an insulin pump. (laughs) (laughs) I may go to Crumble Cookie. Another one. Crumble Cookie, you need to sponsor us. Yeah, that's so good. (laughs) Yeah, I'm telling you. Son, that right there. Had to make a puppy pull a freight train. (laughs) Yeah. Had to make your liver quiver, your thing twang, and your butthole sing. I found out about Crumble Cookie today. Mm. Good stuff. yesterday. Really good. Yeastity. Yeastity. Yeah. Tamayo. Tamayo. (laughs) We went today. Yeah. So, uh, what was I saying again? <laughs> Why do I do that, man? Is, I mean, is this early early Alzheimer's disease or something? I, I hope not. I can remember everything. Yeah. But be in mid conversation and just have a brain. Yeah. Flagellants. Flagellants. Not a fart. A flagellants. <laughs> oh, excuse me. But uh, uh, one of these days you're going to die. <laughs> Yeah. How can you say that and laugh? You baby? can't get around it. It's you can't. Inevitable. I mean, it, it's inevitable. If the Lord does not come back in your lifetime, and I'm speaking to you, the 12 year old that's listening to What's Up World podcast, mm-hmm. if the Lord does not come back in your time, you will die. You will go by the grave. Yeah. But immediately after that, you'll stand before the ultimate judge and be judged. The end game. Yeah. What is that? What you call yeah, it? The, the end game. The end game of judgment, <clears throat> and you'll be judged. You'll be judged. Mm-hmm. By everything you've ever thought, said, and done. Yeah. But the great thing about Christianity and accepting the blood of Christ is that one little tiny little itty bitty drop of the blood. Where's the blood at? I don't see it on your clothes, Beefy. Mm-hmm. It's a spiritual thing. Yeah. You know, you, you, it, it, it's it's a substance of things hoped for, the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not yet seen. Mm-hmm. I believe that he saved me. He changed. I mean, I have personal proof because of my life how he done that for me. Yeah. So hopefully, I stand before him and I can be cleared because of that blood, mm-hmm. and he'll judge me righteously because he's going to judge me either way. Yeah, yeah. He he's not just going to look at me and say, "Are you good? Come on." Yeah, no, you ain't going to get around. I'm going to be judged according to the books, plural, more than one book. 
Is that all of the books of the Bible? Does he have different books? I don't really know. But I do know that I will be judged according to the books. Absolutely. And if my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, then I get to go. Bottom line. So while we're here on this side, we're going to be judgmental people. Absolutely. So I am every day. So if 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 you look at somebody and you say, "I thought you were supposed to be a Christian," oh, you're man. judging them right there. Absolutely. And that's what most most everybody does. They'll it's say such a hypocritical thing. Not only hypocritical, but it just it make it, it just it's asinine. Yeah. It, it makes you look it makes you look ridiculous, especially if if you if you've sat under the teaching of somebody like Brian or Eric or Kevin Cooper. Yeah. These are my pastors. They'll always be my pastors, no matter where I go. Yeah. If 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 one day Brother T D Jakes calls me and says, "Come on up here, Beefy, I want you to help me," or just a new plan of I'm yeah. gonna be in his Lear jet, he kind of sound like Ric Flair. Yeah, he does. You remember Ric Flair? Yeah. No, that's Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, where you, you at, Dusty son? Dusty Rhodes, yeah. I just spit. Right. You see it? Spit bubble fly across the room. <laughs> I didn't see it. Let me tell you something, Sapphire, baby. Hard times. Hard times coming, Sapphire. <laughs> For those that remember Dusty Rhodes, America Dream. Dusty Rhodes. America Dream. Hard times. The textile workers. <laughs> those that are down. Those that are down there right now. That's the Dirt Queen. No, it ain't open right now. It's 1054. <laughs> but those that were there two hours ago. Hard times. Hard times. Hard times. Hard times. <laughs> but we were judgmental by nature. The more, the closer I get to this mic, the more I sound like Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. yeah. It's killing me. They're sensitive. My, I'm, I salivate like, like yeah. I'm at Crumble Cookie right now. <laughs> I feel so fat, Danny. I really do. And, and, and those that know me are like, you are fat. <laughs> it's the truth. But... But being judgmental people, the worst thing to do is to ever to to ever just try to cut down somebody because of their beliefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, because especially, especially if you're trying to win a debate or or anything like that, and we all are competitive in everything that we do. I'm always right, you're always wrong. But to mm-hmm. you, you're always right, and I'm always wrong. Yeah. It never gets nowhere. Well, you, and, to, and, to the, and, to, and real quick, I didn't, I didn't mean to jump in front of you, you Danny, and, and, and the reason I say that it never gets nowhere is I want to apologize to those that I've had debates with recently. Yeah. I want to apologize to Craig and Zach and anybody else. I want to publicly do that because not only does it make me look stupid, but I have respect for you, and it makes you look stupid too. Yeah. So I mean, we're we're it, we're we're fighting a losing battle. Yeah. Uh, uh, they, what, how do they say? You put the nail in the coffin, or uh, the last uh, nail in the coffin? No, uh, like when you're squashing the beef. Yeah. I'm squashing this beef. <clears throat> the only beef I squash is when I put it on the grill and hear that s- yeah. sizzle. Yeah. I, yeah. I like it like that. <laughs> but but I have no beef. I have yeah. no beef. I know you don't. But. But I mean, a lot of things have been said, and and I took things personal, especially when my Christian, my faith and stuff was questioned. Well, who would? Right. I mean, but but it 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 it's it to me, it's kind of laughable, man. It really is. It's it. Well, it is it, when you know somebody's dead wrong about you. Well, I mean, but they they have the right to judge. They it's, do. You know, they do. I, but you're I, not going to get offended by it or attack them in return because right. you know they're wrong. Right. Right. Right, I mean, it's and a joke. And right, it, it really is. I mean, it's it's laughable. That's why I say that. Yeah, but but we as human beings, we as Jackson Countyans, we as uh, Christians, non Christians, 
whatever you are. I, it doesn't matter to me. I can be your friend. But I promise you, if you're a Muslim, if you're uh, if you're a, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of something else. If you are, uh, what are some of these different? these different religions anything other than christianity dan yeah, yeah. then if you're around me more than likely it's going to be brought up uh-huh. i can't help it yeah i mean I, don't give me don't give me a platform i mean i hope that when when you ask me to be a part of this that that somewhere in the back of your mind you're thinking man i hope he don't get started <laughs> you know on this man i'm not he's gonna, he's gonna start telling them about jesus man he's gonna start telling them about him yeah he's gonna start talking about it you see the you see the light in my eye Danny, and i'm smiling <laughs> at you sparkling. we've got to get joe rogan up in here <laughs> camera so they can see this pretty face. I know his email. Yeah, I, I don't. I bet it's Joe Morgan. Joe Morgan. It's Joe Morgan because Joe he Mogan. doesn't want people to think that it's really him. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <clears throat> man, I'm just saying that that we're judge we're judgmental by nature. Yeah. But I, I think that it uh, that that a lot of a lot of bickering, a lot of uh, heated moments. A lot of uh, mic drops and boom, there goes the crowd and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And I'm guilty of that, extremely yeah. guilty of that. Uh, but I've always wanted to do that, you yeah. know, just to be able to say that or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, that, to me, it, it just makes me look childish and and just to let things be gone. Yeah. And I may, I, we may get off this podcast and I see something on Facebook that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't agree with me and I just get on there and hammer down. Yeah, but, I'm the same way. <laughs> I, uh, I haven't been. I get on Facebook every day, yeah. and I read most of the time. Yeah. But as far as posting things, telling my opinions, I usually don't ever do it unless I'm posting stuff about my family, my kids, yeah, yeah. making fun of them because yeah. that's what I do, yeah. you know. But uh, being judgmental, man, it sucks. I mean, bottom line. What was I talking about? <laughs> I'm joking, but ultimately, being judgmental is part of I think part of the human DNA. We're all guilty of it. We're all uh, we're all going to completely stay guilty of it. Whether it's a uh, a judgment of negativity, a judgment of positivity, you're still judging people. So you can't uh, you can't really use that excuse. Yeah. I mean, you know, because you're going to be yeah you're going to be judgmental. Mm-hmm. And Danny, I want to take another opportunity to apologize to you because I haven't hardly let you say anything. I've no, been a Mike hog tonight. I'm fine because you know something something hit a nerve with you and. What better platform is there to get stuff off your chest, you know? And I want to say this, too. If you've got something to say concerning anything that we say on this podcast, like I've said before, I've got another chair. We'll get a mic. I've got another mic on the way. Come in here because you're welcome. There ain't going to be no animosity between uh, us and you or anything like that because I – you know, I can take a lot. I can take a lot. I can take somebody badgering me, and I'll badger you back. Uh, don't mean I hate you. I've said this on the podcast before. Me and you can get right into a very heated conversation. Oh, yeah. We can be yelling. Yeah. And I'll shake your hand and hug you before you leave you this better hug before me. Before you leave I'm this studio right here. And another thing I do want to say, don't get in your feelings about all this, people, because at the end of the day, these are opinions. And although me and, me and Beefy might get passionate about this and he didn't say the wrong thing every now and then, we're human right. at the end of the day and we're going to make mistakes. But now, you're crazy if you think that I'm not going to get on here and say what I want to say. <laughs> yeah. And uh, 
I'm judge pretty, me all you want. I'm I'm gonna muffle you. But muffle me. <laughs> but uh, you're insane if you think that I'm not gonna get on here and say what I want to say. Right. Because, and what you feel and what you believe and you know, something that hits a nerve with you yeah. obviously is questioning your your religion, yeah. your beliefs, your Christianity. Amen. You know, come I, on. I, I I'm uh me and Beefy both agreed that this podcast was going to be absolutely 100% as much of the truth as we possibly could put on here. I am not where I need to be with the Lord. I know that. Right. I work on it every day. I pray every day. Right. But uh, I'm not the Christian that you are, Beefy. Right. And I hope that one day I can be. That's why. I, that's part of the reason why I wanted you as the, co- the co-host of this show so you can be a light to me. Right. I know I need that in my life. Well, I, I could easily look at you and say, I'm not the Christian that you are either, Danny. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm being judgmental right now. You ready, are you ready to be judged? <laughs> are no, you ready? No, I'm, no, I'm about to, I'm about, I'm I'm not about to get the gavel out on you. I'm about to do it. <laughs> but, but, but I'm not the Christian that you are in my eyes. When I look at you, I see everything that I'm not, that I want to be spiritually, like publicly, <clears throat> emotionally, and I, we we share a lot of similar things. If yeah, you do. notice, we know. like the anxiety attacks and oh yeah, and all those things like that we were talking about before the show. Mm-hmm. We we share a lot of the same thing, and we're going to do a podcast on that. Yeah, it's coming up. We're, we're going to do Might something. Be our next uh, yeah, recording. We're, we're going to uh, do a podcast on that, and and you would be so amazed at how many people deal with that. It's going to be. Pretty intense to yeah, this episode, right? You know. it, I mean, it, it honestly will. <laughs> it will, and and I'm like you. People can judge me all they want to, yeah. but I'm not going. The only time that you'll ever hear me do or say anything is when I am provoked. Yeah, and that's the truth. Yeah, I mean, I've had people slander me, call mm-hmm. me a homosexual. Yeah. Um, I, you know, everything in the world, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, a young man that's that's half as good looking as I am <laughs> should have been married in, in his 20s. Yeah. But, you know, I was 36. Yeah. <clears throat> it, it wasn't a choice. Trust me. It wasn't a choice. I was just trying to wait. Right. And uh, I give God all the glory for that. Mm-hmm. My beautiful wife, my ch- all four of my kids, <clears throat> I, I give God the glory for everything in my life. I give God the glory for my job. Uh, no, At no point in time in my whole life did I ever have a savings account. Yeah. Now, I never did full banks. Mm-hmm. If I wanted something, I would work and, and throw my money in, in the dresser drawer under the bed or somewhere where I knew it was, but and then try to get the money that way and buy it. Yeah. I have had a lot of help in my life mm-hmm. since 2001, yeah. since I gave my life to Christ. I, I've had so much help that you it, it would blow your mind, and and you and me even sharing this. I, I don't did I share the story about uh, uh, David Reed's mom on a podcast. Or does that just mean you talk? And it may have been, may have been just me and you talking. I, I believe it was. So I'm, I'm going to take just a few minutes and share this real quick. I'm going to show you, like, I'm going to show you guys out there listening that may be struggling in your faith, that, that may have the mindset that Danny Potter himself just has and and just spoke about, that he feels like he's not the Christian that that I am or, or that uh, – that, uh, Brian or, or Eric or, or any pastor in this county. Right. But I'm going to share this with you real quick. <clears throat> I think it's amazing. Basically, what I'm going to tell you is, is it's only a prayer away 
five yeah. words. It's only a prayer away. I had backslid. Some people don't believe in backsliding. I do. It's I a do person. Too. It's a personal choice. Well, um, I feel like that if I would have died in the in the shape that I was in, that I would have split the gates of hell wide open. And no, it's not going to be a reunion when you get there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with all my friends. No, it's not going to be that. Yeah. People people can't even fathom the torment of what hell really is. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I, I don't even think that 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 the Bible can even explain it to where we can understand of how bad. Because it wasn't created for you, it wasn't created for those listening. Yeah. That place was not created for us. So anyway, I'm going to use this. A long time ago, I had backslid, and I had uh, I tried to make my way back to God, and didn't. And I felt like I had to do all these things, and I had to say all these things, and I had to fast, and I had to, I had to do. I mean, just all kinds of of, of just tormenting myself my yeah. physical body yeah to try to get back to where god was sacrifice but it stuff. was it was only a prayer away five words only a prayer away four words sorry I'm, i was doing syllables <laughs> I, I, remember that remember yeah, they taught yeah. us that the clapping Clap. yeah. yeah clapping them syllables. Clap hands. Yeah. <laughs> so i was trying to clap out the syllables and tell you words that are wrong but <laughs> anyway hard times baby but <laughs> anyway and if we don't know how to count i can't count i can't i can count uh, backwards but uh <clears throat> So it was only a prior way, man. I didn't even realize it because there's the enemy that's always in your mind telling you you're not good enough. You're not the Christian that Jason is. You're not the Christian that Danny is. You're not the Christian that Bob is. You're not the Christian that Brian is. You know, this, that, and the other and all that good stuff. But the Bible says he's an accuser of the brethren. No, I'm trying not to preach here, amen. But anyway, so <coughs> at this time I was homeless. I was homeless, Danny. I lived in a car. Six foot four and a half. Now I'm probably a, a good 275. Right. But at that time, I was about 210, 220. It was in my prime, you know. I was prime, in my early prime, 20s, prime. baby. Early 20s. So I lived in a 1990 Ford Escort five-speed at the Shell parking lot. Small and car. I, yeah, very small. <laughs> Trust me, I know. But uh, uh, <laughs> And I can't sleep unless I'm laying down. That's the thing. I can, like, I've always tried to sleep in a recliner, and I can't. I usually yeah. just get in the floor. But uh, so I was homeless at this time. Oh, poor beefy. You could have called me. I didn't want to. I didn't want to reach out. I wanted God. I wanted him. So <laughs> but <ding! laughs> so, uh, uh, so I, uh, <laughs> you're killing me, dude. The team just, what was I talking about, Danny? <laughs> Nut. I'm a cashew, ain't no nut. I'm trying to make it as quick as I can. So uh, I was homeless, didn't have nowhere to go. Um, could have went to a billion places. Even you that are listening right now, you could have been like, well, Beefy, all you had to do was reach out to me. And you just like Danny, he's probably thinking that. Well, you big dummy, why didn't you just come to the house? Yeah. But I didn't want that. I wanted God to move. I was I was so hungry for him and I feel and it was the greatest time spiritually of my life. I know that's hard for people to comprehend, but it really was. I felt like I was so close to him that I could smell him, man, I'm telling you cuz I I depended 100% on him for the food that I had. And there's even a a story that even goes on before this of how I even got to the shell parking lot. 
how I even got there. I mean, it was uh, working at Monty's liquor store. I remember and, you and, told me about and, that. And, and, and doing all that, and then and just everything going to pure Hades in my life, finding out that the girl that I loved more than anything in the world was cheating on me. Well, we had an episode about cheaters. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, I mean, I was devastated, but I wanted God. <laughs> and I told him, I said, I will do whatever it takes to get home. I want to go home. And I told him, I said, I want my mom's car. It had sit in one spot for four years, mm-hmm. three to four years, sit there. And, man, he moved in such a way that it, it started, put a battery yeah. in it, fired up. It still, it still had gas in it from when gas was $1.19 a gallon. That cheap gas. Yeah. Yeah. The real stuff without the ethanol <laughs> in it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I was blown away. Getting the vehicle, I'm, I don't know why I always do that, but I end up telling the whole story. Um, getting the vehicle, I'm going, I'm trying to take it to Walmart. I worked a job through a temp service. I worked there three weeks. They laid everybody off, and I had just enough money to get this car transferred and insurance put on it, and I had like 120 bucks left. I get in this car with my bag of clothes, and I'm coming to Jackson County. I was in Berea. And that's not far to travel. No. Right. But I was coming to Jackson County. I was coming home. That's where church was. That's where that's where God was, in my opinion, yeah. at that time. Yeah. I wanted to get to him. And so I'm driving down 25, trying to make my way to Jackson County, going to Walmart and Berea to get the oil change in this car that had been sitting for four years. All of a sudden, the car catches on fire. Yeah, he caught on fire. The caliber stuck on the brake. So here I was hammering down, driving past church on the rock, as hard as that car would go in third gear, driving six mile an hour. Yeah. People honking probably. I don't know what they're doing, cussing me. I hate you <laughs> judging. They're judging me, Danny. He's judging What's that me. idiot learn how to yeah. drive? <laughs> well, look at that. Big old boy in that little car. <laughs> Looks like an elephant driving a pee <laughs> But uh, So I finally made it to this little store, a little car lot. Actually, I pull in. A dude sitting over the water hose. I jump out. Put it out. I'm freaking out, you know? Yeah. So I said, what's this going to cost to fix? He's like, uh, let me start crunching some numbers. Oh, it's 200 and some dollars. And I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I've mm-hmm. only got like 120 bucks to my name. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, something just was like, <clears throat> look through the car. There may be some <laughs> parts laying in here. So I looked, and there was actually. Desperation. A, yeah, just doing whatever I could do. And I, I popped the hatchback of the 1994 truck, and there said a brand-new uh, uh, rotor and a brand-new set of brakes. That's and I was like, I've got this. Now what will it cost? And this was a car dealership. It wasn't a garage. Yeah. And a, a little bitty – it was behind Papa John's there. It ended up burning down years later. Mm-hmm. But they've got – I don't even know what's there now. But anyway, neither here nor there. There's a church there. Amen. Right there. There <laughs> yeah, sure is. Really? That's yep. cool. There's a church there. They sure are. But uh, uh, so he was like, well, it's still going to be about $160. He's like, you need a brake line. You you, cali- you you need a caliber. You need this. And we got to do that. And, and I'm panicking, man. And I'm just walking around. And I'm like, God, I need you now. I, I, I can't call my mom and dad. Yeah. Can't call my brother. Mm-hmm. Can't call my sister. You know, I can't call anybody. And they, were, my brothers and sister, were still alive at this time. Yeah. Because number one is I don't want to call them. I want you to do it. I want you to do this. So this old man walks by the passenger side of that 1994 Escort, and I've got my Bible sitting down there. If I ain't mistaken, my buddy Josh had bought me that Bible. See, my friends took care of me. Yeah. They they bought me Bibles. They bought me Christmas presents. 
they i mean every year man every year i i couldn't tell you uh i think i went to eric anglin's thanksgiving and christmas dinner a few times wow you know back then and this is in my 20s i didn't have nowhere to go and, and because I, I i wanted god that's i mean you know I, I wanted god and he always moved for me for some reason like i'm something special and i know i'm not but I just wanted him. This old man walked by the passenger side of that car, and he looked down and sees the Bible, and he just looks at me. He said, you read the Word? And I was like, yes, sir. And he started asking me all these big questions. What's the five-headed beast in the book of Revelation? And I said, I don't know. I said, all I know is Jesus saved me. Yeah. And 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 so I confessed to this man how I backslid and, and how I was trying to get home, even though it was just – 15 miles away mm -hmm. but it was so long so far for me yeah and i did not know it but this man owned that place and i even confessed to him i don't know i don't have enough money and i literally showed this man what i had in my my wallet and i was like these guys are wanting like a because i thought he was just some dude that was there looking well, at yeah. cars yeah and uh i was like i don't know what to do you know, I'm, I said, I've, I'm, I'm praying and I'm, I'm, you know, God, you've got to intervene and come to find out this man owned the place. They fixed my car and he gave me back 10 bucks. Wow. It wasn't enough to get the oil changed, but I had a full tank of gas. I got my little car with my bag of clothes and I came to Jackson County. Every night that I could possibly go to a church, I went. I had I had buddies' houses that I could shower in. They'd beg me to stay, and I'd say, "No, I'm all right. I'm all right." A lot of it was pride too. I'll be honest. Oh yeah. Because I was young and I didn't I didn't understand you know, the gospel. Yeah. About if God if God instructs me to give you a thousand dollars, then I should do that, mm -hmm. and it would be hard for you to take it, but yeah. you should take it. Because God's instructed me to do that for you, and we're both being blessed. Yeah. So always the blessing. Yeah. So always follow the instruction of of God when you feel like God wants you to do something, man, do it. So anyway, get there, homeless car, friends, showers, food. All of it was taken care of. I literally drove that car all over this county. The gas had never moved. I felt like that I was so close to God that I could smell Him. And then I, then I was like, well, I'm going to go to such and such's house. They were friends with my mom, and she's like, she's like a mom to me. And this dude's like a dad. I met him when I was 13, and he took me fishing. I never had a dad. My dad died when I was a baby, so I didn't know him. So this dude took me fishing and camping and all the man stuff. Right. Taught me how to work on a vehicle, which I forgot literally every bit of it. I could probably change the oil. Um, but he taught me a lot of things when I was growing up that a dad you know, usually teaches their children. He didn't have no son. He had a daughter. But anyway, so I moved in with these people, and, and they knew the old me. You know, they knew the the wild and and still out there drinking and stealing and, and doing all the things that and, and I I'm, dude I was I was a, a klepto is that what you called it klepto yeah I, I really was man it was pitiful I couldn't go into a store unless I stole something um, but uh, I <clears throat> I started staying there and and uh, when I wasn't working I got a job at Specialty Plastics at that time it was uh, basically they felt sorry for me and found me something to do but I used that to pray for people that that was working there I would literally walk around I was a material handler and I uh, would take their prayer request and when I had a free minute I'd go to the bathroom and I'd pray over those prayer requests and I would try to specific and I'm not trying to toot my own horn and tell you, I know, yeah. that, uh, that, that I'm something special because I'm not 
Danny. I am not special. There's nothing cool and awesome about me except I can smile twice. <laughs> and if you if you seen what I just did to Danny, you'd be dying. So I've got a huge double chin, basically. So uh, I mean, there's nothing special about me. But I tried every way in the world to be a light to witness to people. I saw one of my best friends get delivered from methamphetamine, and uh, it was prophesied that I would shout. And and uh, you know, and I went to this this little church and and tore the room down, son. I saw blue fog, a blue cloud that t- that enveloped this whole church that nobody saw it was blue and i saw it yeah. and i felt like somebody took a five million gallon bucket of ice water and poured it down my back i'd never experienced anything like that in my life i was quiet in church i wouldn't even clap because i was still the goofy idiot nut jason lanehart and i did not want people to think that i was just there to be seen well, I that know. i was trying to be an attention whore like i always have been <laughs> yeah. you know I, 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 I can't that's just part of my personality i learned to live with that and just accept who i am when it comes to that yeah so anyway i'm trying to shorten this down we've been on this pod we've been on this episode for 19 years <laughs> so uh, uh basically i started praying man I started asking God, I need these things. I'm homeless. I need a place to stay. I had $125 to my name. Found out that there was a uh, a, a room available at Johnny Johnson's old dollar store behind the uh, old jail yep. in McKee, yep. and it was $525 to get in there and four and and 425 a month to live there. And you got free water free trash and free electric it was all combined a one-bedroom apartment just a little you know somewhere to stay so i started praying and i and god literally spoke to me and said i will and a church that i had never been to except for like a vacation bible school with a buddy of my name willie uh reached out to me got up through people and said we feel like blessing you it was tyner baptist church they gave me i'll never forget it it was a yellow check for $400. The exact dime, Danny, that I needed. The exact dime. And I never told a soul except for my friend that had just got delivered from meth. I said, I want you to pray about this specific thing. And he's like, why do you want me to pray? And I said, you don't realize how close you are to God right now. I said, you're newborn. I said, you're, I said, man, you are fresh. Yeah. You know, and God moved for me a $400 check. I, I can tell you all kinds of money stories. Oh, yeah. But then I made a list. I got this apartment, Vicky Gabbard, backyard bargains or whatever in McKee. Yeah, yeah. gave me a couch. She's her and my mom was friends my whole life. She's just like a mom to me. She gave me a couch. She had no clue of the situation I was in. I just went down there and I was like, I need a couch, Vicky. Here, honey, take this couch. Yeah, you know that's amazing. And give me a couch. And uh, I hope she listens to this. I'm pretty sure that she is one of the few that I so. joined our Facebook page. I, I hope so. I really hope she listens to this because I hope it's a blessing to her. She gave me a couch. I didn't even have a cup to drink out of or nothing. And my buddy that had got delivered from meth, I said, you sleep on that couch. I, I, I don't want you out of my sight, yeah. which ended up keeping him from getting in a lot of trouble because these people had broken into a place and they tried to say that he was with he was there. And I'm like, no, he's been with me yeah. the whole time. Nice. So so he was sleeping on the couch. I was sleeping on the floor. And I literally, I didn't get out a piece of paper and write down what I wanted, wanted, but I literally made a list to God. I was like, man, I need towels. I need wash rags. I need a, God, I, want, I need a bed. Mm-hmm. I need cups, spoons, plates, 
a, a TV. Brian Gabbard donated us a TV. Really? Yeah, it was a little 13 inch TV. Oh, Boy, we that. watched the far out of that. He's like, here, take that. I got me a big one. Yeah, so yeah. We, we, we watched, didn't have cable or nothing. We just had a DVD player or something that my buddy had had, and we just watched the same DVD over and over and over and over. Yeah. You know, just to have something playing while we just sat there and, and talked about the Lord. So. I literally made this list of everything that I needed, and I just told everybody, you know, the things that I needed, and I remember being specific about one thing. I had that old Nokia phone with a snake on it, and the alarm wasn't very loud on this phone, so I was having a lot of trouble getting up and going to work in the morning because I was still early, early, early 20s, 21, 22 years old, just a babe, you know, didn't know nothing about nothing, couldn't manage a dollar bill, nothing like that. I didn't know anything about life, just, but I knew it all, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, I I mean, I, I struggled with being a young man and being a young Christian at the same time. So, I, uh, Literally made this list, and uh, the church that we were going to was uh, Whisper Pines Baptist Church on Sunday mornings because we didn't have preaching at Brian's church. We had uh, James Angel was teaching Sunday school at the time. We didn't have preaching, and I wanted preaching. That's yeah. what I wanted, I and, like and and too. and uh, so me and me and my buddy would go to David Reed's on Sunday morning, and because I love I I love David, he'd get up there and sweat, son, like you poured a five gallon, and I'd hug, and I'd do it right now. If I see him, I get that sweat all over me. I said, I want that. You know, even right now, people are probably thinking, man, you're gross. But there's something about the power of the anointing of God. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. But uh, so we went there. And uh, after a Sunday morning, this was the church that I shouted the house down in. Saw the blue the blue uh, fog or cloud or whatever it was. Had an experience that I've I've yet to even have since then mm-hmm. um, with the Lord. That was that's anything it's close to that. But uh, I was afraid that they wouldn't uh, invite me back. A&J Deals, 7416 Highway 421 North, open Tuesday through Sunday from 12 to 6. You can give us a call at 606-614-5876. We have new inventory every Thursday, and check us out on Facebook at A&J Deals for updates daily. Again, that's A&J Deals, open Tuesday through Sunday from 12 to 6 in beautiful Sand Gap, Kentucky, 606-614-5876. And I remember uh, just uh, thinking, man, these people are never going to invite me back. But David, after he uh, he uh, got done preaching, he he's the only man I know that can scream and whisper, and it sounds the exact same volume. But uh, he, he said, I don't know who took off shouting. And I was like, oh, man, they're never going to invite me back here. And he said, but, but man, that blessed my heart. And uh, I remember thinking, man, that's awesome. But anyway, so after a service one morning, at his church, his, his mother, Mamie, came up to me, and she said, uh, Jason, honey, can you get a truck? I need some help. And I was like, well, yeah, I can get a truck. So I went down, and, and Vicky don't even know about this. I don't think that I told her what I was doing with the truck, but uh, she had this big Ford truck, and I went and asked her if I could use it to 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 help somebody or something i you know i forget what it was that i'd actually said but uh, like i said i hope, hope she listens and she gets a blessing from this sorry for being so long-winded this episode will probably be more than an hour but um 
So I load up the truck and I go to Mamie's house. And when I pull in, there's this little carport looking thing and big blue tarp sitting over the uh, uh, some stuff that's laying there on the on the on the little carport. And I knocked on the door and we talked there for a few minutes. And it was me and my buddy that had got delivered from methamphetamine, and uh, had been coming to church with me. And uh, she. Uh, uh, I, I thought, well, they need to move this stuff, and I'm, you know, pretty young man, pretty stout. My buddy's pretty young and stout, and we'll do whatever we can to help. And she, uh, she said, "Honey, I've been a praying," and she said, "The Lord has told me to give you some stuff." And she uh, took that tarp, or it was a bedspread, or something, over this big pile of stuff, and it was everything that I had literally made on that list that I told no one about, not even my buddy that was staying with me. Um, I, I just told God, because like I said, man, I wanted God. I needed God. Like spoons, forks, napkins, or not napkins, spoons, forks, plates, towels, washcloths, um, sheets, and a bedspread, and a pillow, and a pillowcase, and all, I mean, just every little thing that I had asked for, except for an alarm clock, because if you guys remember, I'd mentioned that I had the uh, the Nokia cell phone with Snake on it, and I was having trouble hearing the alarm in the mornings, and I was late for work a few times, and uh, so we loaded all that stuff up, and I, I remember thinking, man, I could have put all this stuff in that Ford Escort, and she said, I want you to, you and that boy there to follow me. So her and her husband got uh, in their car, and me and my buddy got in the truck, and we drove out, uh, I, I want to think Welchburg or somewhere like that, and we got out uh, right there on uh, uh, 421 going toward Clay County uh, before you get to uh, Brother Eddie Judd and Hilda's church. Uh, shout out to Eddie and Hilda. I'm related to Hilda, and I love her very, very, very much, and I love Eddie too, but right before you get to their church, there was this furniture store. I'd never even darkened the door of this place, so um, we walk in there, and I'm thinking, you know, what? what's the deal? And I remember part of my list was, Lord, I'd like to have a bed. I had never slept on a brand new mattress in my whole life, never. And I was in my early 20s. Every bed that we ever had growing up, somebody would give it to us, every mattress, and, you know, probably had pee stains on it from a kid or whatever, you know. Um, uh, Mom, we couldn't afford things like that, so we, you know, uh, it was donated to us. And uh, uh, truth be told, probably came from Vicky too, to be honest with you. Uh, her and my mommy were uh, thick as thieves when it came to raising all their young'uns because they both had housefuls, and we was all about the same age, all of us young'uns was. But uh, a brand-new mattress and with plastic over it. And I remember thinking, you know, oh, my God. And like I wanted, like I wanted to cry. And but there was a lot of pride there still, man. I mean, and I'm telling you all this whole story just to kind of emphasize how big God is and has been in my life. And I'm even going to try to tie it back into being judgmental. But uh, and 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 it's coming here pretty quick about being judgmental. But I um, uh, get this new bed. And and I go back down and, and, and show Vicky everything that I've got. And I remember she said, well, honey, I've got a box springs and a, and a bed frame and stuff right there you can have. And like I said, she had no clue of the situation that I was in. No clue. 
So now I've got a, ba- a box spring and a, and a bed frame and a brand new mattress and, and all the things on my little list that I had made in my mind and told God what I needed, everything except for an alarm clock. So here's the judgmental part of this whole story. Like I said, I was working at, uh, at the Specialty Plastics, and I was trying my hardest to be a the best Christian that I could possibly be. And I was taking up prayer requests for, for these people that worked there. And, and, uh, there were so many special people, but this one little lady, her name was Ruby Cole. And I'd give anything if she could hear this. I don't even think that she even, uh, uh, knows that I can, I still remember that this has been 20 plus years ago. I mean, it's amazing, um, that, uh, you know, of what God did back then and he can still do today. But uh, she was so special to me, and she didn't call me beefy. She called me bud. But here comes the judgmental part. So here I am, and there's like weeks that's going by, and and I still ain't got my alarm clock. Now, mind you, I'm making money. I'm working 40 hours a week, but I don't know how to manage a dollar bill. I mean, I don't know know how to – I mean, I'm literally scraping – to pay the five hundred or four hundred and twenty-five, five hundred twenty-five dollars a month to pay for my rent, I'm scraping because I don't know how to manage a dollar bill, and 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 I'm not being judgmental toward uh, uh, God, but I was being judgmental toward God. I know that probably makes no sense, but but I was like, why why have you not given me an alarm clock? And like a week or two goes by, and I'm so frustrated that and I'm praying and I'm like God tell somebody at church and then I start being judgmental toward my pastor uh toward Brian about it I, I and I, and hopefully I don't even know if he listens to this stuff but uh he may recall a time that I came to him at the the dollar store one night at about 12 o'clock and started apologizing to him with tears in my eyes and confessing that I had said some things bad about him um and I mean, it, it, it hits so hard for especially a man to go up to another man and say, man, I've done you wrong. That's one of the hardest things that, for a man to do. It really is. But, uh, I, you know, I, I remember that so vividly. But uh, I started getting mad and being judgmental. God, you know, you've done this and this and this. I was throwing it right in God's face. I was like, you've done this and this and this. Now, why haven't you given me an alarm clock? Why don't you tell Brian and them? Why don't you tell this and that? And, you know, uh, God, I don't know how to manage a dollar. I'm just a kid. And uh, so one day I was kind of brown nosing down there at the specialty plastics. But there was a job that was open it was available and it was 25 cents more an hour than the minimum wage that i was making so i think that it would have put me at 475 or maybe five no it would have put me at five dollars i made 475 an hour i think it may have been five dollars into 525 but i mean it was just just barely scraping by um but uh I was kind of brown nosing and working off the clock. I was, I was trying to let my boss know, and and the the main guy, I forget his name, uh, he was from Ireland or somewhere like that. 
but I was I was you know trying to prove myself and and let them know that I wanted a job back in the shipping and receiving with Chris Collins. I mean, Chris uh, grew up together. Uh, consider him, uh, even though I haven't seen him in years, but uh, he's always been a friend of mine. Hopefully, I'm a friend of his. I uh, still to this day, but uh, I've always thought a lot of him, and uh, he worked back there. We've we've always been. Uh, been uh, music nuts if i ain't mistaken the last i saw he had a little band and was uh playing uh old tom petty hits and if anybody knows me i like tom petty anyway trying to get back to being judgmental so here i am i'm being judgmental and then uh, i mentioned to one of my bosses down there how it was a shame that uh, that brian and th- that i was going to church at deer stable when brian and them are supposed to be so close to god that you know i'm begging god for for help and a need that i have and and, and i know he's telling them <laughs> how childish of me to even be like that i know god's telling them but they just they 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 won't help me and uh, I, I remember that so vividly. And I was like, well, I mean, you know, I'm going to go on home or whatever. And I walk out to the 1990 Ford Escort sitting in the parking lot. And there, and there's, <clears throat> there sits little Ruby Cole crying her eyes out. I mean, bawling. She drove this big Ford Expedition. I'm losing my voice. Uh <laughs> So she, uh, <clears throat> she drives this big Ford Expedition, and she's on the other end of the parking lot. And I run to her, and I said, Ruby, honey, are you all right? What's wrong? What's wrong? And she's a little holiness woman. And she looks at me, Danny, and she says, I don't know how you believe, bud. <clears throat> and I was like, what, what, what do you mean? She said, I, what, I mean, crying. Them big, prettiest, big blue eyes you ever seen. Mm-hmm. She said, I don't know how you believe, bud. And I said, what do you mean by that? And uh, she couldn't tell me. And finally it clicked. And I looked at her, and I and I remember saying it just like I'm saying it to you. Yeah. Um, I believe in the nine gifts of the, the Holy Ghost. I believe in prophecy, speaking in tongues, laying on hands. I believe that if you lay your hands on sick people, they can be healed. I believe every word that's in my King James Version Bible. Oh, well, yeah. And she smiled so big, and she opened the door to that big old Ford Expedition. And she reached across the seat in a Dollar General yellow plastic bag. And she said, the Lord told me to give you this days and days and days ago, but I didn't know how. I didn't want to hurt your feelings or offend you. And it was an alarm clock. What about that? The exact, I mean, the thing thing that I was being judgmental, and I remember that I went straight to Brian. I think it was that night at the old dollar store. And I said, man, I, I said some things about you that I shouldn't have said. Excuse me. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> I want you to forgive me. And you know what Brian said? Let me see the receipt. No, he said, he <laughs> said, for that alarm clock. yeah, yeah. He said, get out of my face. You fat, bald headed piece of truck. No, he didn't say that. <laughs> he said nothing. Anywhere close to that. Yeah. He said, I forgive you, brother. And then he was like, you know, a lot of people won't do what you just did. Mm-hmm. He said, a lot of people won't. I think he may have even said hearken. I don't know. If that's a big word. But listen, yeah. a lot of people won't listen to the spirit to go make things right. Yeah. But like I said, man, every my whole foundation of my Christianity, it has been instilled by that family, 
by Brian, yeah, by by his teaching, by his his life and the way he lived his life, and and I'm sure that <laughs> that that he's just as judgmental as I am about things, and I probably get some of my judgmentalness if that's a mental <laughs> judgmentalness from him or him from me. Yeah. Um, but being, and he's a preacher, yeah, folks. Oh no, now you can't say that. You're judging. Danny. Brian is one of the best people. I he know. is. He is. And 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 I've he, known him for a long like time. Like he, him, and Eric and uh, brother Kevin, Pastor Kevin at church, are some of the. And I'm not saying that nobody else is. And I'll even I'm going to name drop another one in there: Brian Gabbard, Shane Gabbard. Yeah. Eric Anglin, Kevin Cooper. Yeah. Let me let me throw some more in. Elmer Green. Yeah. He's gone on. <clears throat> Elmer Green gone on. Chris Davidson. I'm going to name drop a bunch of them. Yeah. Or some some of the uh, David Reed uh, uh um uh, uh what's his first name? Farmer. Um ah uh, it's a uh, J- uh, Jason Davis's daddy-in-law. I cannot think of his first name. Gary Farmer, uh, uh, the brother hacker that that used to. I don't know if he still preaches at Whispering Pines, but these people instilled so much in me, and and not just from Pentecostal doctrine. Amen. Everybody, hallelujah, your hips skiddly under, oh me shunder. It, <laughs> it just uh, 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 brother Ron Mahari, McKee Baptist Church. I sat under him for a little while, and he taught me so much of, of uh, about the Book of Revelation that it, it's crazy. I took him in his office one one day after Sunday morning, and I said, I don't believe it like that. And he set me down, and he broke it down, and he showed me. I was young. I did, like I said, you know, oh, yeah. being judgmental. Yeah. <laughs> I was judging him. Yeah. But uh, so uh, these people that if if I've if I've forgotten any of them, I apologize. But these people have been so instrumental in my life that it is it's crazy to even not give them credit. And I know that they look right at you and say, "It's not me. It's him. It's God." Oh yeah. yeah. You know. You can pat me on the back if you want to. It feels good. Mm-hmm. If you want to scratch right there, it's itching. Yeah. But but it, it's all God. Mm-hmm. I, I told all that story to end with this. I apologize for being on the podcast for more than an hour. We had kind of, we'd kind of, and Danny's probably he may be thinking I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to make this two episodes. You big bald headed beautiful <laughs> beast. But uh, hopefully he won't. But uh, I, uh, I, I said all the things about being judgmental and try not to do that. But we are. But. They're, you know, going for the jugular and, and trying to call somebody out, you know, and say, well, you, I thought you were supposed to be a Christian. Well, you thought right about me yeah. because I am, oh, yeah. you know, but that don't mean I'm perfect. No, you know? I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> right. I've never claimed to be. Right. And sometimes we say things out of anger. Yeah. I've done it. I'm not perfect. I, I mean, no, I'm, I'm perfect, brother. I ain't never said nothing out of anger. Yeah. I'm a just a modern, everyday Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> on a Steve, man. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, this is just the proof uh, of my life. 
and trying to be an open book and trying to be transparent mm-hmm. with Jason Lanehart and letting my audience and not only that, but one of my best friends that's sitting right here across from me know exactly who he's got in his house, yeah. in the basement, mm-hmm. in the studio, drinking his uh, Cumberland Gap water. Cumberland Gap, we just gave you a plug. You need to pay us something. <laughs> yeah, come on. But, uh, we need some new equipment. Yeah, we need some new equipment. I need a better microphone and uh, a hairpiece. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, man, nobody's perfect. No. Uh, sometimes no. we don't get our facts straight. I'll yeah. throw that in there, too. Yeah. Um, uh, sometimes we do get our facts straight. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get half-truths. Yeah. Sometimes we get half-lies. Yeah. But this podcast is a representation of all of the above. That's the perfect sentence yep. right there, Beefy. Yep. This podcast is a representation of the people. Yeah. All of the above. All of the above. The rumors. Now, the lies. you feel like... Now, this this podcast is has been you and I, and I have no problem with that because I kind of felt like what went on on Facebook and stuff like that was kind of more so directed at you than yeah. it was me for the most part. Yeah, because I, I com- was the one that said what I, I said. I commented on it a couple times and stuff like that, but uh, so I've left this to you. This right. this was your episode to explain things to everybody. I'm cool with and it. I, and I so wanted don't to think I, that I'm sitting here, well, I want to say something. <laughs> I'm cool with it. Really, I am. But the thing about it is, people, is that just like Beefy said, far from perfect. I'll never claim to be perfect. Neither will Beefy. We'll get things wrong, but I promise you we will try to get them as right as we can. Yeah, I mean, like what a lot of people don't realize is, is we're just like you are. We hear yeah. rumors, too. You know, we do. We hear rumors. The only problem that I had with any of this was making it personal. Right. Because if there's one thing in this world that I can't stand is somebody that can't take a little constructive criticism. Right, right. And if you can't take being criticized and automatically lash out at somebody in a personal way, that's a you problem. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It's not a me problem. It really is. And that, that's why I wanted to take this episode and be a, a, a what I would consider an attention whore and, and just literally take over and talk the whole time yeah. is because I wanted to, to use the fact of what didn't sit right with me, and that was the judgment thing, the, yeah. the whole saying, well, you know, you're supposed to be a Christian, and you know that, and you shouldn't judge people, mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. But we all are. We're all judgmental. The whole, the whole point of uh, the Facebook or Facebook, the whole point, <laughs> well, yeah, the whole point of the Facebook post was asking a question. And then it got turned to into, educate yourself. Yeah, I mean that's what I said. And I got want. I, on I, you. Well, not only that, but it was the it was the prior podcast episodes that didn't sit right with some people. Well, and it was the perfect opportunity <clears throat> for them to mention that as well as answer my question. Yeah, which is totally fine. That's fine. But I understand that sometimes we get heated. Sometimes, sometimes, uh, uh, you know, those that that I was having conversations with. Sometimes we get emotional about things. Sometimes. We take things personal. I, know I do. I mean, I'm I'm guilty of it a billion percent. Yeah, and uh, I haven't I haven't looked at any of the new. I'm sure there's some stuff already been said on Probably Facebook. Probably are, yeah. But uh, I, I haven't looked at it. And I'm going to try my best not to. I know I'm going to, but <laughs> but I, I might as well you know be honest about it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And honesty is the worst policy. (laughs) Cheaters always win. Cheaters always win. Honesty is the best policy. And homie where you make it. Homie where you make it. <laughs> yeah, boy, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I worked with a guy that, look, I've got bag right on my face. No, I, I, wor- I worked with a guy. My mouth. I worked with a guy that sounded just like Farmer Friend. Really? Yeah. Man, you don't get on with your ball. I'd get so tickled. That's but anyway, people, I, I just, I apologize again for being so long-winded, but uh, it's kind of hard when you're me. Danny's had to sit here and look at me, make all these expressions, and <laughs> And get emotional and and talk about the Lord and 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 all those good things and but I I'm judgmental, aren't you? Yeah, I mean honestly, I am. And uh, I, Danny, you got anything to say? Uh, no, I'm good, beefy. I would just you know ask people to understand that we're just human and we're going to say the wrong things every now and then. Now I'm a little more in your face about things than than perhaps you are. Oh yeah. Definitely. I know you are. <laughs> and uh <laughs> he's only like two inches away from my face right now. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you ate it out back today, didn't you? Yes. I can smell it. No, I'm just kidding. That's that's not agreed with me. But anyway. <laughs> oh, judge me. <laughs> but anyway, I'd just like to say you you're a little bit more uh in your face about stuff than I am. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not, I agree. I agree hundred percent. Saying that you aren't afraid to hurt people's feelings. Right. But I am sometimes. But yeah, that's fine. Me, I couldn't care less. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, it'd, just, keep, it'd keep me up at night. Okay, I'll I'll get I'll give you the gist on my sleep. I went to work. What is today? Saturday? Yeah. I went to work. I woke up Thursday night at mm, 7, 6 7 o'clock. Yeah. I went to work at 11 p.m. I got off at 11.30 Friday morning. I did not go back to sleep until 4.30 this morning. Yeah. Wait a minute. Is it 12 yet? No, I got 10 minutes. <laughs> um, I, I, I woke up at um, – I went to bed at 4.30 this morning. Because I was talking to a young man um, and trying to trying to be a light, trying to help, mm-hmm. um, you know, about some certain situations, uh, and uh, woke up at six, and I've been up ever since. Oh, no. And I'll be honest, did I lose a little sleep over some of the conversation that that was, you know, between me and a couple other people? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean honestly, mm-hmm. but I was trying. I, I I was trying my best to be as um, nice as I could, mm-hmm. but to be stern. Yeah, and to defend myself. Yeah, um, to defend our podcast. Mm-hmm. To defend the fact that we're not perfect. Yeah, 
Um, and I, I honestly, I'm looking Danny right in the eyes, and it's pro- it probably was a stupid mistake on my part. I should have I should have just asked my question and let them say whatever they wanted to say, and then never never had a rebuttal. But sometimes it's hard for me. Like I it's said, hard for me. Sometimes like you'll never hear nothing out of me until I'm provoked. Yeah, and. And then, you know, it just kept – and then the whole, you know, you're supposed to be a Christian. Well, you've got to right to defend yourself. Right, right. But, but, but like I was saying, I, that's why I wanted to, to be a Mike Hogg tonight. And, uh, and uh, speaking of Hogg, mm-hmm. Danny's boys mm-hmm. sent word <laughs> mad to me. the studio that they are mad at their dad. Yep. Because – and I quote – He's been hogging beefy. Yeah, they got mad at me tonight. Yeah, he, because, he, what are you all doing down there in that studio all yeah, night long? All the time. You're hogging beefy. Yeah. And I told Branson, I said, you know, that's two farm animals, hogging beefy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I, I'm, I'm neither here nor there. Now, when I, I want to say this. When I say that I don't care if I hurt somebody's feelings, I don't mean that I'm going out here with the intentions of right. hurting anybody's feelings. I don't want to. Right. But if something that I say or feel hurts your feelings, that's not my fault. Right. That's just how I think about it. Well, it's on them. You know, uh, anybody that – that any name of a person that we have mentioned in any of these episodes of this podcast, if you have gotten actually mad at me over it – I can't do nothing for you. Right. You know, because it's just the way I feel. I don't hate anybody. Right. I don't hold any animosity toward anybody that we've mentioned or spoke of in any of these episodes. Anybody that we have mentioned in, like I say, any of these episodes, whether it be in a good light or a negative light or a neutral light or whatever, I ain't got nothing against none of you. Right, right. I still see you down at the dollar store or wherever in Jackson County, and I'll wave at you. Hey, hey, but how you doing, buddy? No, 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 uh, no ill will towards anybody. Right. That's what I want to get across more than anything else in this podcast is that just because I have a difference of, of opinion than you, or just that I'm a little more. Uh, Mm, harsh about things <laughs> doesn't mean that I'm a prick. Right. You know, it just means that I'm passionate about something. Right. And everybody that knows me knows that I'm passionate about people having power over everything in yeah. their, in, in this world, you know, and I'm passionate about that. I'm passionate about several things, and you'll get to know it throughout these this podcast and stuff, but nothing I say or do is an attack on anybody because I don't care enough to attack nobody over. over <laughs> right. I don't care enough. Now, this is going to sound really mean, what I'm about to say. But I just, love you, Just dude. realize what I'm saying. I don't care enough about you to attack you. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That sounds really bad. I know that because people has told me, God, I can't believe you said that to my face. Well, dude, and I said that to my face, to people's face. Yeah. I don't care enough about you to, to attack you. Right. Buddy, you know? Wait a minute. I've, I've, got, I've, got to, I've got to jump in. Go ahead. Do you care enough about me to, yeah, to, to yeah, attack yes, me? Yes, I do. <laughs> to I, attack me. No, not. 
No. Danny, I want you to tag me. <laughs> if no, listen, I'm listening. One of these days, Beefy, as much alike as we are in our way of thinking, oh, it's going to go down. We're going to get yeah. into one of these heated debates. Oh yeah, and I'm not going to pull no punches, and neither are you. Well, I may because I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm soft hearted, Danny. <laughs> but my thing is 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 we're going to be like that bickering couple that I was yeah, talking about. Yeah, we're yeah. going to go for the jugular. Absolutely. I mean, honestly, absolutely. But like you said. When it's, it's all, not going to be personal, right? <laughs> I'll hug your neck at the end, of it. right? I mean, I honestly really feel like that we're going to have a disagreement on certain things. Yeah, we will. I honestly can't wait because I love to debate. I yeah. really do. I know what we'll disagree. I, on. And 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 to be re- <laughs> and to be honest and to be honest with you. It's because I'm always right. Yeah, yeah, I am too. Yeah, that's that funny. Yeah, I'm always right. That's <laughs> my wife. Though, yeah, that's mine too. <laughs> yeah. Even though you're right, I'm right. Yeah, my no. granny was right before she married. Her name was Mally Wright. Yeah. That makes me a quarter right, no matter if I'm wrong. Yeah, and I'm saying but that no, being funny. Uh, what I'm saying, people, is that for me personally, and I'll get this in, and we'll end this. Uh, I'm a very good person. I, I, I feel like I strive to be a good person every day. Uh, I'm not a, the type of person that sugarcoats anything for anybody. If you want to me to tell you what I think about, or if you don't, don't want, want the truth, yeah. don't ask don't me. Ask. I'm, I'm opinionated too, Don't brother. ask me because if you are wearing something and it looks awful on you, don't expect me to say, well, yeah, that looks good. I'm going to say, that looks horrible. <laughs> yeah, I don't don't like burn that. that. Yeah. Or how's my hair today? I'm like, it looks like a bunch of birds is flew in your hair. And pooped. Yeah, and pooped in your hair. What is that? That's horrible looking. Don't ever do that again. Why are you out in public? But but that's why I fool with so few people. Right, right, right. Because in today's society, people can't take the truth. Right. And it's not that I'm being mean or that I don't like you or that I'm trying to intentionally hurt you. It's just that I believe in telling the truth no matter what that truth is. Right, I do too. And if if me looking at you, Beefy, across this table, if I tell you what I really think of you, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, right. and you still like me, I know you're going to like me tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And the next day. Yeah. And the next day. If you like me for who I really am, right. you're going to like me for forever. Your flaws, too. For my flaws. For your judgment. For my judgment. <laughs> yeah. uh, if, uh, if I go around being fake for people, right. I'm going to have to be fake for my entire and I, life. And I will say this, that there are far too many people that do that. Everybody does yeah, that. Yeah, they, they really do that, man. 99% they, they try, of the people. They try to portray an image that is not themselves. What you get with what you see with me is what you get. Well, there's a lot to see with me because I'm so fat, but <laughs> they, you're getting it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're honestly, getting you're getting every bit of it. Yeah. I'm so fat. Danny looked at me here the other day. <laughs> And he's going to say, no, seriously, you don't remember saying this? Where are you at, Mr. Transparent? <laughs> I don't care to hurt your feelings. I don't, I don't even like you, Beefy. You stink. Your feet are ugly. And Jesus is not your friend. You can't read good. Yeah, you can't read good. <laughs> Danny looked at me the other day and he said, Beefy. And I said, Danny. And he said, Beefy. He said, you're so fat, your picture fell off the wall. <laughs> Said, good Lord. He said, you're so fat, you had to put your belt on with a boomerang, didn't you? (laughs) 
<laughs> and I said, well, I mean, you know, if the shoe fits. He said, they ain't the shoe to fit them fat feet. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, Lord. But, I mean, you know, I agree with you 100%. I, I, my my, my uh, motto also is, is honesty is the best policy. Yeah. That's not really my motto. It's been out for hundreds of years. Yeah. But I use I think that. I come up with Yeah, that. I believe you did. <laughs> but uh, honesty is the best policy. And uh, there are several things that I am, and a liar is not one of them. No, I'm not. And I'm try- I try my hardest not to lie. Mm-hmm. Did I, I just lie? Or you're asking yourself, well, he probably just lied. <laughs> but no, seriously, I, I try to be as honest as I can. I appreciate and love the fact that there are people that are like you. And it's not that they go for the jugular, you know, quote, unquote. Yeah, yeah. But I would rather, like Zach Bryant, for instance. Yeah. He will tell you his opinion, whether it hurts you, helps you, or kills you. Yeah, I told and, him I appreciate it. And that I too. do. I, I love that yeah. because I try my best to be like you that. You know where you stand with somebody yeah. like that. And, and to me, those are the type of people that you want to be a deputy sheriff yeah, absolutely you won't they couldn't be in a better position no i'm mean, honestly uh, you you uh, 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 like daniel i've known the boy since uh, and i say boy because he's just a hair younger than i am and mm-hmm. he does have a lot of hair and i'm jealous of it but i call him blackberry i've called him blackberry my whole life yeah we literally grew up together <laughs> you know together we grew <laughs> up together uh, a lot of our childhood was spent together he's been the same person my whole life he's not what you mentioned a second ago he's not fake he's not trying to be something he ain't right and i will say this and i said it on facebook since january the sheriff's department i'm pausing because i want everybody to what's he gonna say (laughs) is it gonna be judgmental yes i'm judging them honey you ready for this i'm ready in my personal opinion, mm-hmm. they have done more since January than I've seen in years. They've took a lot and, and, of stuff and, off the and, street. And, 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 and not only that, but it's being published yeah. in our big local yeah, paper. That's huge. And, and, people know. And, and exactly. That way we can have our righteous judgment, and we don't Absolutely. want our, our children to go to Bob and Cindy's. Yeah. And there's Bob and Cindy sitting there right now listening. I ain't never done nothing to you, baby. <laughs> 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 these, are, these are fictional names, folks. Yeah, they are. But, but them, them boys, uh, it blows me away. Mm-hmm. That I had mentioned a, a name earlier, uh, growing up with him, a guy named Chris. Uh, his son is down there. And that man, you don't know how much pride that puts in my heart yeah. to see these young boys, these young, literally, literally young boys that are willing to step out. I have so much pride for military, for local law enforcement, for correction officers, for dispatchers, for EMS. That I told my wife, and I'll take it to the grave, and, and nothing against anybody that works at EMS, but there's two people that work for emergency management or EMS or yeah. whatever yeah. that I have never felt more safe than I have been with those two people anywhere around, either one of them. Yeah. And that's Oscar McQueen, and that's Jamie Strong. Mm. Because I know oh, yeah. them. I know them people. Yeah. Let me. Oh, I've got to say this, Danny. I know I've been long-winded. Go you ahead. may have just make it two episodes. But anyway, um, 
I got told a story because me and my wife had this this amazing birth of our four-month-old now daughter. She had the baby right in the passenger side seat of our vehicle, right in front of the emergency room doors at the hospital, and we still had to pay the hospital for the birth. But she had her right in the car. (laughs) Tamara comes home from work the other day, and she said, somebody beat us. Somebody's got a better one. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Ain't nobody gonna beat me. I'm being judgmental. <laughs> she said, I, "I don't know. I don't think she knew the person's name, but she said that uh, that uh, a young girl had went into labor and they had to pull the EMS over at Craig Bowles. I think it was at Craig Bowles' house, oh, and yeah. the baby was born breech in the back of EMS. Oh God! And I thought in my mind, I wonder." If Oscar was working that night, mm-hmm. I wonder if Oscar and Miranda were working that night. I wonder if Angie was working that night. They've got so many new EMS people, and I'm thankful for that too. Oh yeah, that there's people in this Can't never have enough, and the, and the, and then there's people in this community that that are willing to take an underpaid job that is worth a lot more than what they're making, yep. and everyone will agree with that. Oh yeah. Uh, in my my personal opinion, and I'll, th- I'll I'll say this to the day I die, anybody that's ever been in the military should have forty acres and a mule. <clears throat> anybody that's ever been a cop should have forty acres and a mule. Yeah. Anybody that's ever dispatched, and trust me, I did it, and it's it's not it's not fun, especially when you care and you love. And They're you, all thankless and, jobs. I mean, it really is. And 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 people like Jamie Strong and and Oscar McQueen. I'm hoping that Jamie gets on here and t- and comes and talk because I, I really don't even know what all. His job and tell. I don't either. All I know is, is I was sitting one time while dispatching, uh, and and they were uh, doing this test thing with nine one one while he was out in the field to see if it would ping where he was at. Oh yeah. And he called nine one one from the middle of freaking nowhere in the woods somewhere, and boom, it pinged. And I was like, man, where in the world are you at? And he was like, I'm here. And he said, I've got this GPS and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, man, this guy has dedicated so much of his life mm-hmm. to this. Yeah. And I remember the first time I met him, we was taking college classes together, and I'm just big old goofy me, and I'd just make him laugh. And like me, I I would continue, try my hardest to make that guy yeah, laugh. Yeah. But then I got to know him, and then I, I got to love the guy. Then I got to meet his kids, and then, and then uh, Luke, his, his youngest sons, went off to the military. How, how much prouder could Jason Lanehart oh, be of somebody else's family? He's, he's, <laughs> you he's, know, he's a good man. I mean, I've I've known him for years, and I've never. It, uh, we would we would go into a state of emergency, and when you're a dispatcher, you cannot leave post. Yeah. You cannot leave where you're at. So that means all the emergency all the emergency crew has to stay yeah. at dispatch. Mm-hmm. So there we were, all hung up, and me with anxiety issues and and all this stuff, and and people don't even know no, Jamie or none of them know how many anxiety attacks I had while I was working working dispatch. Yeah. But if Oscar was there, or if Jamie was there, didn't have a worry in the world. What about that? None. Yeah. None. There's just certain people you feel safe for. Oh, yeah. I've got certain, you know? I've got certain people like Ooh, that. Danny, Timmy, who? The guy that I used to work with last oh, quarter. What was her name? Her. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Oh, man. yeah, I do. I, I, I feel that safety when I'm with you. Honestly, yeah. I really well, I do. Too. I'm looking deep into your blue eyes, and I'm saying that, Danny. And you just <laughs> fl- fl- fluttered. fluttered. You fluttered. You fluttered your eyes toward me. He's cussing on there. I'm judging. In my line of work, you you have to depend on uh, your other officers. And, and 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 there's a uh, there's a uh, 
in your line of work and and in EMS and in fire and in police and in military, mm-hmm. there is really no awareness from the general public of what PTSD is. Right. And I want to take the opportunity real quick. While I've already been long-winded, while I've already told 9,700 stories, while I've already been a mic hog, but I want to take just a second to tell people that PTSD is real. Oh, yeah. And there is help for people out there. I've got one minute, Danny said. So I'm, I'm plugging it in, son. PTSD, I don't, I, you know, I, I, I've never met you personally. No, I have. I've got PTSD pretty bad. Yeah. But it's a real thing, and there is help for people. If you know somebody suffering with PTSD, call us, let us know. I can get you in touch with the right contacts yeah. so you can get some help. Sometimes the best thing, uh, the per- the best person to, to talk to if you've got PTSD is somebody else with PTSD. Exactly. I know it's helped me some because a lot of people I work with deal with it. Are you ready to end this? I'm ready if you are. All right, then. We'll see you guys next time. And that's What's Up, world. Have a good one, folks.